This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 33, How to Stop Complaining, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello, hello, life optimizers. This is Optimal Living Daily, and I'm Justin Mollick, finding the best personal development content for you and bringing it to your ears so your eyes can take a break. Today, I'm bringing you a post from Steve Pavlina, and this one is about complaining or how to stop it specifically. And that's one area of my life that I try to make an effort because it seems so wasteful to complain and also a bit irritating to others who have to listen to it. So I'm going to start off the show with the opposite, some gratitude, especially because I'm really happy today. Uh, Every few days I get a boost of confidence or just some sort of verification that what I'm doing is working or helping you. And recently I got my first patron of the show who contributed to help keep this podcast going. And so I just wanted to say thank you for all of your support um, to my one patron, but also to all of you who have subscribed It really helps so that I can continue to bring this content to you and without ads as often as possible. So on that note, I won't be regurgitating an ad to you today, just sponsoring myself at the end of the show. So if you like the podcast, stick around to the end and visit me online to get some free gifts. And with that, let's start optimizing your life. How to Stop Complaining by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Perhaps the most important step in quitting the habit of complaining is to disconnect the undesirable behavior from your identity. A common mistake chronic complainers make is to self-identify with the negative thoughts running through their minds. Such a person might admit, I know I'm responsible for my thoughts, but I don't know how to stop myself from thinking negatively so often. That seems like a step in the right direction, and to a certain degree it is, but it's also a trap. It's good to take responsibility for your thoughts, but you don't want to identify with those thoughts to the point you end up blaming yourself and feeling even worse. A better statement might be, I recognize these negative thoughts going through my mind, but those thoughts are not me. As I raise my awareness, I can replace those thoughts with positive alternatives. You have the power to recondition your thoughts, but the trick is to keep your consciousness out of the quagmire of blame. Realize that while these thoughts are flowing through your mind, they are not you. You are the conscious conduit through which they flow. Mental conditioning. Although your thoughts are not you, if you repeat the same thoughts over and over again, they will condition your mind to a large extent. It's almost accurate to say that we become our dominant thoughts, but I think that's taking a bit too far. Consider how the foods you eat condition your body. You aren't really going to become the next meal you eat, but that meal is going to influence your physiology, and if you keep eating the same meals over and over, they'll have a major impact on your body over time. Your body will crave and expect those same foods. However, your body remains separate and distinct from the foods you eat, and you're still free to change what you eat, which will gradually recondition your physiology in accordance with the new inputs. This is why negative thinking is so addictive. If you keep holding negative thoughts, you condition your mind to expect and even crave those continued inputs. Your neurons will even learn to predict the reoccurrence of negative stimuli you'll practically become a negativity magnet. The trap of negative thinking. This is a tough situation to escape because it's self-perpetuating, as anyone stuck in negative thinking knows all too well. 
Your negative experiences feed your negative expectations, which then attract new negative experiences. In truth, most people who enter this pattern never escape it in their entire lives. It's just that difficult to escape. Even as they rail against their own negativity, they unknowingly perpetuate it by continuing to identify with it. If you beat yourself up for being too negative, you're simply reinforcing the pattern, not breaking out of it. I think most people who are stuck in this trap will remain stuck until they experience an elevation in their consciousness. They have to recognize that they're trapped and that continuing to fight their own negativity while still identifying with it is a battle that can never be won. Think about it. If beating yourself up for being too whiny was going to work, wouldn't it have worked a long time ago? Are you any closer to a solution for all the effort you've invested in this plan of attack? Consequently, the solution I like best is to stop fighting and surrender. Instead of resisting the negativity head-on, acknowledge and accept its presence. This will actually have the effect of raising your consciousness. Overcoming negativity. You can actually learn to embrace the negative thoughts running through your head and thereby transcend them. Allow them to be, but don't identify with them because those thoughts are not you. Begin to interact with them like an observer. It's been said that the mind is like a hyperactive monkey. The more you fight with a monkey, the more hyper it becomes. So instead, just relax and observe the monkey until it wears itself out. Recognize also that this is the very reason you're here, living out your current life as a human being. Your reason for being here is to develop your consciousness. If you're mired in negativity, your job is to develop your consciousness to the point where you can learn to stay focused on what you want to create positively instead of destructively. It may take you more than a lifetime to accomplish that, and that's okay. Your life is always reflecting back to you the contents of your consciousness. If you don't like what you're experiencing, that's because your skill at conscious creation remains underdeveloped. That's not a problem, though, because you're here to develop it. You're experiencing exactly what you're supposed to be experiencing so you can learn. Conscious creation. If you need a few more lifetimes to work through your negativity, you're free to take your time. Conscious creation is a big responsibility and maybe you don't feel ready for it yet. So until then, you're going to perpetuate the pattern of negative thinking to keep yourself away from that realization. You must admit that the idea of being the primary creator of everything in your current reality is a bit daunting. What are you gonna make of your life? What if you screw up? What if you make a big mess of everything? What if you try your best and fail? Those self-doubts will keep you in a pattern of negativity as a way of avoiding that responsibility. Unfortunately, this escapism has consequences. The only way true creators can deny responsibility for their creations is to buy into the illusion that they aren't really creating any of it. This means you have to turn your own creative energy against yourself. You're like a god using his powers to become powerless. You use your strength to make yourself weak. The reason you may be stuck in a negative thought pattern right now is that at some point, you chose it. You figured the alternative of accepting full responsibility for everything in your reality would be worse. It's too much to handle. So you turn your own thoughts against yourself to avoid that awesome responsibility. And you'll continue to remain in a negative manifestation pattern until you're ready to start accepting some of that responsibility back onto your plate. Negativity needn't to be a permanent condition. You still have the freedom to choose otherwise. In practice, this realization normally happens in layers of unfolding awareness. You begin to accept and embrace more and more responsibility for your life. Assuming total responsibility. You see, the real solution to complaining is responsibility. You must say to the universe and mean it, 
I want to accept more responsibility for everything in my experience. Here are some examples of what I mean by accepting responsibility. If I'm unhappy, it's because I'm creating it. If there's a problem in the world that bothers me, I'm responsible for fixing it. If someone is in need, I'm responsible for helping them. If I want something, it's up to me to achieve it. If I want certain people in my life, I must attract and invite them to be with me. If I don't like my present circumstances, I must end them. On the flip side, it may also help to take responsibility for all the good in your life. The good stuff didn't just happen to you. You created it. Well done. Pat yourself on the back for what you like, but don't feel you must pretend to enjoy what you clearly don't like. But do accept responsibility for all of it to the extent you're ready to do so. Complaining is the denial of responsibility. And blame is just another way of excusing yourself from being responsible. But this denial still wields its own creative power. Conscious creation is indeed an awesome responsibility, but in my opinion, it's the best part of being human. There's just no substitute for creating a life of joy, even if it requires taking responsibility for all the unwanted junk you've manifested up to this point. When you catch yourself complaining, stop and ask yourself if you want to continue to deny responsibility for your reality or to allow a bit more responsibility back onto your plate. Maybe you're ready to assume more responsibility, and maybe you aren't, but do your best to make that decision consciously. Do you want sympathy for creating what you don't want? Or do you want congratulations for creating what you do want? You just listened to the post titled How to Stop Complaining by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. I do recommend checking out Steve's site and you can read more about him and his story there. And if you enjoyed this episode, there are just a couple really easy things you can do to support this project, which currently loses a couple hundred dollars a month. The first is simply click the subscribe button so that you can see new episodes come out. And then next, if you come visit me online at oldpodcast.com, I'm giving away free stuff. And the first is a gift slash challenge that changed my life. And there'll be at least one gift a month on top of that. All you have to do is subscribe to my weekly bullet point style email newsletter over at oldpodcast.com. And you can also be the second person to contribute to the show by becoming a patron, which would be amazing. And that's it. Really easy ways to help keep this show going. So that's episode 33. See you in the next show and keep up the life optimizing. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.